Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I think people get a bit overwhelmed thinking, oh, like, you know, I'm dealing with these properties of multi-million dollar numbers and you know, I'm going to make all these hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit. Well, you know, who am I to like make all that money in a, in a development deal? I wouldn't be able to do that. That would be too much for me. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors, find out more about their stories, mindset and strategy. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode on Property Investory, we're keeping the conversation going with property investor and developer Libby Lombardo. We'll hear about the step-by-step strategy which she implements when undergoing a property option when managing millions of dollars worth in properties. So turn up the volume and let's get going. While Lombardo was ready to enter the property investing game, she does admit it was an overwhelming experience. Well, I think because I started at such a young age, there wasn't really anything at all that held me back. I was young and I was excited and and I had the world in front of me and I was keen and I was ready to get started. I was was very gung-ho. I think that it can become a bit overwhelming when it's your first time that you're thinking, oh, you know, how do I find a broker and how do I put this deal together and how am I going to find a lawyer and and your team? Having that team around you to be able to put that deal together can be overwhelming for the first time. She has also learned from many different mentors about what to do and what not to do regarding property development. I did network with a lot of property developers in the area and from each one of those, I did pick up like little bits of valuable lessons and working for developers as well to be able to put sites together for them. I was always picking up, you know, little bits of information everywhere about what to do. And also, I was very much picking up about what not to do and also about, uh, you know, being able to not share those property development deals with anybody until you've tied them together. That was a valuable lesson that I learned. Well, I think, uh, you know, if you're looking for property development deals, You've got to really wait until you've signed up that deal before you share that with anybody, especially other property developers because, uh, you know, they're sourcing sites and they're looking for sites all the time. So they probably would have a big team that would be able to go out and source those deals and, and possibly, you know, if you haven't signed up your deal and you get out there and talk about it, you may end up losing that. My first step in, in property development is about finding the location and how important that is about finding finding the best location that you can to source your development site. So you don't let the location find you, you find the location. And that's a big, big shift for people to be able to understand that. 
you're not going to be sitting on realestate.com looking for various development sites in various locations. What it's about is actually sourcing a location yourself and there's skills and there's ways and there's steps to be able to source that exact right location. Then as soon as you found that location, then you go in and you find the development site in that in that location. So, what goes on behind the scenes when she sources potential development sites? Lombardo talks us through the step-by-step strategy which she typically uses to do this. It's about finding that, that, that fantastic location and how you go about sourcing that location is understanding the government, understanding the council, understanding that area and, and realizing some principal rules of knowing that it's going to be right for development. So understanding zonings and zoning maps and potential key areas. So then once you've sourced that location, it's about going into that area and finding out everything that you can about that area and figuring out about what you can do on those sites. So, you know, can you build units? Can you build townhouses? What can you put there? And what will, what will the return be? So, for example, we've just amalgamated three properties and over those three properties, we can do a potential of 24 units. So from there, we can work out our numbers. We can work out the return. So we're buying the properties for $1.8 million, and that's times three properties. And then if we're going to be able to do 24 units, what's the resale prices of those 24 units? And then working out that margin. Have we got 20% or more profit margin in that development deal to say, okay, this is viable, this is feasible? And from there, it's about getting to understand and know the homeowners. And nine times out of 10, when you find that right location, those homeowners are desperate to meet you because they want to do a deal. They know that their property is rezoned. They know that they've got to do a deal and they want to get, they want to sell their property to a developer. So as soon as you go and start to talk to them, they're so eager to talk to you and generally they know their neighbors. So you can get them to amalgamate the properties for you to tie up whether it, you know, it'd be two or three or four properties that you potentially need for that development site and be able to tie that, that deal together. So they're like the basic steps about, you know, putting together a development deal and it's very exciting. However, it's not always straightforward as it may seem. What happens when the homeowners aren't prepared to sell? We come across that every day and it's, it's really a numbers game. You know, it depends on how many development sites that you're working on. I may be working on three or four development sites at a time and, and you're always going to get, you know, some homeowners that, that have a sticking point or they want too much for the property. So we just do our numbers and we say, look, at the end of the day, I can, as a residential property, for example, your house would be worth uh, $1.2 million. As a development site, I'm willing to pay you $1.8 million for the property. And you've just got to make that offer to them. And that offer stands for those three properties. And if you want to take it, take it. And if not, then, you know, we're still good friends. Lombardo says it's common to offer more than what the property is worth to do a development site, as that is what attracts homeowners to participate. That's where the homeowners are interested and that's where they why they want to talk to you is because they know that their property is worth more than the residential value. So their property has increased because they've been lucky enough to have a fantastic rezoning happen in their area. 
So instead of being able to get $1.2 million as a residential property, they know that if, you know, or, or we go in and educate them that, if, look, if we put three houses together, I'll be able to buy each one of your properties for $1.8 million. So this is attractive to the homeowners, but this is how we negotiate the property option deal. We say, but we'll give you $1.8 million, so we're not going to be able to give that to you for another 12 months. So in that 12 months, we've, we're going to increase the value of the property for them. So that's the 12 months is the property option. And then in that 12 months, it's about obtaining council approval and being able to get those 24 units on the property. So at the end, we can pay you a premium for your property. So it's a little bit of give and take. You give us your property for 12 months, we'll give you $1.8 million at the end of the 12 months. So it's a win-win situation. And generally, in a negotiation, this becomes very apparent to the homeowner that they understand that we're just not going to purchase your property for $1.8 million outright. We're going to buy it as a development site and we need we need time. Mm, mm. And then effectively what we've bought is a, pro- a profit in that deal because time is money. While Lombardo is working out putting together DAs for her projects, she also communicates with other developers in order to on-sell the sites for a profit. We would talk to developers. So, for example, if we've optioned those properties for $1.8 million each and we have three properties, you're at around about low $5 million, five, what's that, $5.6 million, and we may be able to just on-sell that to a developer for $6 million because we have sourced a location, we have amalgamated properties, and we have bought time on the properties. And developers are looking for these types of deals all day long. So it would be worth around $6 million to a property developer to on-buy that property contract for us. We actually haven't even bought the properties. We have just, just sourced that site and put the deal together and then on-sold that for a profit. So what about other potential costs such as holding costs and option fees? Well, you don't have any holding costs because you don't you don't own the property. You may have paid an option fee and that could be anywhere from you know, $1, which is what I've done before, paid a dollar controlling an option to $10,000. And all of that is negotiable with the homeowners. And as well, there's also ways to be able to bring in partners to be able to help pay for the, the property option. And then getting the DA approvals, if that's something that you go ahead, you go ahead and do, then you've got the cost of the, doing the development application. You know, you could probably say it's going to cost anywhere from $500 to around $2,000 to get to a, a per unit. In short, Lombardo's role is mainly to source properties and then put together deals for developers. We do all kinds of things. We source properties, we do DAs, you know, we on-sell things, um, smaller projects, we may end up building them. So, you know, we, we play in all different types of areas of, of this, but I mean, you know, this is why I do you know, two full days intensively um, property development workshops teaching people exactly how to go through this process and how to be able to put these these deals together because there's quite a, a lot to know and ins and outs and, you know, um, things to learn about how to be able to put these deals together. Coming up after the break, Lombardo will share some of the deals she's currently working on Well, the deal that we're working on is amalgamating the three properties uh, in the Sydney area. Hear more about her book. It's millions and billions in property development. Um, You know, it's definitely a great first step to be able to read the book and see about 
um, yeah, getting some, some new perspectives on property. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. With a profitable strategy in place, Lombarda shares with us some of the deals that she's currently working on. Well, the deal that we're working on is amalgamating the three properties uh, in the Sydney area. So it's in a fantastic location, walking distance to shops and train stations. And, you know, we've, we've been able to amalgamate these three properties and, and potentially looking at the uh, 24 to 26 units. So we're at beginning stages of, of that and, and that's exciting. Um, what else are we working on? We're doing a big subdivision out to past Castle Hill area and um, I've got a business partner on that deal at the moment. So I think uh, that, that's enough for year 2017. In the intensive training courses she mentioned, Lombardo works one-on-one with those who are dedicated to learn more about property development and they are given the opportunity to become partners with her in her own deals. We have a very specific strategy where it's seven steps in property development and that's where I go through each step of how to be able to put together profitable, low-risk property development deals. We spend two full days together and I only take on a very, very small group of people and I'm talking like under 10 people in a boardroom one-on-one with me. So those those, those people that come on the program, come in the program with me, really get that information. And the reason I take on a small group of people is I'm particular who comes into the course. They've got to be serious about getting into property development. And then we go on and share and do deals together. So that becomes um, a win-win situation for all of us. One of Lombardo's personal habits she shares has helped her along her property development journey. Distance is a good personal habit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, to be able to, to succeed in this, you've got to keep going because it, not every day is, is bright and rosy, is it? Persistence wins every time. She also stresses the importance of having confidence and self-assurance when considering investing or developing property. I think people get a bit overwhelmed thinking, oh, like, you know, I'm dealing with these properties of multi-million dollar numbers and, you know, I'm going to make all these hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit. Well, you know, who am I to, like, make all that money in a, in a development deal? I wouldn't be able to do that. That would be too much for me. And you see, like, this can become just part of a mindset and a block that's actually holding them back. Like, who aren't you? Why, why can't you go and put it together a deal and make hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit? If other people are doing it, why can't you do it too? So that comes with an attitude and it comes with a self-confidence and a self-knowingness that, okay, well, if other people can do it, then I can do it too. To rebuild and overcome this obstacle of confidence after going bankrupt, Lombardo says it was all about becoming more resilient. Because I started at such a young age, I've never really had to undo any any bad programming or thoughts that I've had. Uh, you know, starting at 19 and 20, you're quite young and fresh and, and, and I was really brainwashing myself with um, all these books and materials and a mindset and a way to be able to think at such an early age that I've always thought this way. I've always had a fantastic self-confidence and a self-belief and uh, being very self-empowered and I'm very determined, I'm very passionate 
very driven. You got to, you know, I, I, I love what I do. I don't, I don't even see it as work. And this is what people have got to find in themselves is, is that drive. And I mean, sure, you know, we all have our dark days and downtimes and challenges and hurdles and, you know, going bankrupt set me back big time a couple of years to be able to say, Hey, like, where was it that I went wrong? What was it that I did that, that, that made me mess up this situation? And that took a hit on my self-confidence. So I had to rebuild after that. Um, but I come back bigger, better and stronger and you, you just got to bounce back. We all have downtimes and that that's okay, but it's just about getting back up again. Lombardo recommends books by well-known authors who has helped her shape her property investing state of mind. Well, I always love Awaken the Giant Within. Tony Robbins is one of my favorites. Um, and I am uh, reading some Dr. Wayne Dwyer at the moment. Absolutely love him for the whole spiritual side and um, also the, you know, projecting your goals and what are your aspirations. I never really stop reading or evolving in what I'm, what I'm learning. She has also written her own book, which shines a light on new perspectives in property development. I get brilliant feedback from my book. I love that. Everybody that reads my book um, feels like they've, they've had an insight and a new awakening into different ideas about property and property development. So I'm very you know, happy and I'm very inspired you know, by my readers uh, giving me this type of feedback. It's millions and billions in property development. Um, you know, it's definitely a great first step to be able to read the book and see about, um, you know, getting some, some new perspectives on property. Thank you to Libby Lombardo, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about her journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Libby Lombardo and select that episode to learn more about her story. Also, if you haven't subscribed to receive your free property case studies that I only send out exclusively via email, you can text me your email address to 0499881040 to subscribe. These real case studies are from experienced property investors where they share specific numbers of their portfolio, the strategies and much more. Simply text me your email address to 0499881040 to get your free case studies.